Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes Podcast, brought to you by Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. What the fuck was that? What do you mean? That little drop thing. Oh, the intro thing. Yeah. Yeah, we're part of Sexpot Comedy now. We got picked up by the, the no, Sexpot... No po- way. Yeah. The what? <laughs> the Sexpot Comedy Network. Oh, oh, man. They're great. Those guys are great. Yeah. And girls. Now... No, there's no girls. Okay, good. Yeah. It's comedy. It's comedy. <laughs> Did you know that's what this podcast is? It is now. Yeah. By a default. lot of pressure. We'd like to send a special thanks out to Andy, Isaac, and Kayvon at Sexpot for welcoming us into the family. Um, we're really excited to be part of the Sexpot group. How much are they paying us? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk offline. Yeah. Offline? You're not allowed to be online during the podcast. <laughs> offline. This is a catch-all mm-hmm. for not here. <laughs> <laughs> for save it. <clears throat> anyway... <laughs> Uh, my name is Travis, and I will be your host tonight. Um, we're going to start by having each of uh, each of you guys introduce yourself and tell us a little about something in pop culture music that has captivated your attention uh, since we last did a podcast. So a couple weeks. Mm, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Justin Robert Terrell. You can follow me at, at cook <laughs> underscore street. Uh, I was... Captivated this week by a article on uh, Vulture that was the most popular uh, American TV shows around the world. So country mm. by country, what gets the highest ratings mm. at prime time? Was Lao Friends? Oh no, but this is current shows? Currently? No, it's shows that are being shown oh. currently oh. on right. prime time. So it's not always current wow. shows. Right. Okay. Okay. And the examples that I took away from it are often not... Uh, there were, uh, I guess the general broad strokes were like, procedurals are just huge. Apparently that's like what America offers. It's just all the CSIs, NCIS's, right. murder sure. detective. Like that's what, which is weird to me. Cause like, is that an American thing? The detective? Like that's, Sherlock hmm. is not. Right. <laughs> I guess there's no, Westerns and superheroes are like the American film. Right. But I don't know. Apparently that is something that, uh, I mean, it's like like those those shows though, like CSI, are so popular here. Yeah, like that is kind of consistent, right? Like those are probably some of the number one shows in in America too. Right. A few that really stuck out: uh, South Africa, um, the seventh highest rated show is a canceled BET reality show called Second Generation Wayans. What? Which apparently existed this year for 13 episodes. This year? And it follows around a bunch of nephews of Sean and Marlon Wayans. Oh my wow. god. A reality show? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what country is that? South Africa. Why? Did why? You, why did you go with Sean and Marlon? Yeah. I thought that was referring to like four guys. That's what I thought. It's just it a is, big group. But when you say, oh, the Wayans brothers are in it, you're, th- you're talking Sean and Marlon. They <laughs> always work together. Because of white right. chicks and scary movie. And don't be a menace. Yeah. yeah, a show. But yeah. Huh. Italy's number one show. Number mm-hmm. one show mm-hmm. is The Bold and the Beautiful. No wow. way. Still. <laughs> Wait, they show that on primetime? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Wait, is that still, it's still made. I guess, but yeah, like. I assume so. 
I mean, yeah, soap operas have kind of fallen out of vogue, yeah, I believe, like, here. Ever but since like, TBR. And I know Italy's like, ooh, romantic, but yeah. what? They that explains romantic. a lot about their general foofiness. Yeah. That's uh, their number one show. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Sweden, this is kind of interesting. Number one is Mr. Robot. Huh. Oh, wow. And like True Detective's number two, so it's just, hmm. it's like they're so fucking hip. They're yeah. just chic and clean yeah. and modern. They are. Absolutely. Um... Argentina, number one is The Simpsons, number two is ER. <laughs> Another great, I mean, I want to move there. Yeah. Uh, Mexico, um, number one is SpongeBob, but number two is Malcolm in the Middle. Hmm. Oh my God. A bit random. Wait, yes. number one is SpongeBob? Their number yeah. one primetime show. They had a lot of cartoons. I, I, yeah. But Malcolm in oh. the Middle, I don't understand that one at all. Number one is SpongeBob. <laughs> SpongeBob's huge. Do yeah. they do, like, like, Previews for the ne like next on SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> he gets circle pants. Uh, and lastly, uh, Germany, all ten are crime procedurals. Uh, the first four are NCIS and, and CSI. And I just thought that was really funny, just because they love humorless, like solve the murder, solve the murder. Right. But they love organization, rules, Order. discipline, cold analysis. Just take the samples. <laughs> Uh, my name is Evan, and uh, I'll be your reality show corner, as per <laughs> usual. Uh, I watched Married at First Sight. Oh, God. Watched three episodes in a row. Wow. Fantastic. Will that explain it? Is that about Indian families? No, not at all. It's, <laughs> they started in America, they started this experiment, basically, they call it, where um, four experts get together, one that, takes, one that looks at religion, one that looks at sex, one that looks at... I don't know what else. Personality <laughs> traits. I'm already in. One's a clinical psychologist, and they match these people who are willing to do this experiment with each other. They make three couples, and those three go to their wedding day and get married without ever meeting. Oh, my God. And yeah. they've never been divorced, any of the couples. No. Oh, oh no. I mean, this is... I've so watched fun. the first three shows. It's, yeah. it's, it's chronicling the first six weeks of their relationship, so... We're not at the point where they can get divorced. But that's still <laughs> yeah. like yeah. six weeks. That could work with any. You can make that work with anybody. Yeah, but it also could not work. Right. I'm not saying yeah. that, that. Once like, you make it past six weeks, you're I'd be home so free. To see what happens after two to three. Yeah. Years. I mean, it's, it's the third season, so it's hap they There's really there is precedent set. It's interesting that the the kind of idiot that would sign up for that show yeah. might be well matched with the other kind of True. idiot. But that's also the same kind of idiot that would get divorced like within right. seven months. Yeah. That would see us as a fly-by-night right. experiment thing. But I'm rooting for all three couples. Are you? Like, you just get sucked into, like, <laughs> let's make it work. They're all, like, 30, and they're just, like... 30? Like, oh, I know. no I wonder. Know. 26? One was 26? Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God, that's disgusting. It's a real fuck you to um, gay marriage. Or anyone still <laughs> yeah. holding on to, like, yeah. it's a sacred institution that yeah. needs to, like, do it on a Wait, whim. you two straights want to get married right now? <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Can we film it? <laughs> do you remember the show uh, Temptation Island? Yeah. They just brought in a whole bunch of couples and then just, and then just they're all hot. Just like, yeah. Just gave With them a bunch people. of booze and see who hooked yeah. up. And, like, yeah. wasn't that, if you hooked up, wasn't it, like, bad? I mean, for your relationship. Yeah. Good for oh, screen they weren't, they were all... They were all dating. They came okay, with their partner, yeah. yeah. But I but think they, they brought threw a lot in of some. Singles. They threw in some free agents. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 they brought a lot of singles. So. <laughs> so just yeah. tempt you, really. Yeah. 
Wow. What a great it's show. Like, yeah. America is great. Yeah. <laughs> Got TV figured yeah. out. Wait, wait till Italy gets a hold of that one. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> Hopeless romantics there. Um, all right. My name is Nate. Um, have I talked about roasted vegetables yet? Or yeah. That's last kind of consumed my week, but... Um, <laughs> You consume them this week. Right? That's a great I think it's a point. double-edged yeah. sword. I don't remember the last time. Can you that guys I... let me have my fucking okay, turn? <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't really have a good one. I have been listening to. Are you guys familiar with Takenobu? No. He's a young man. He's a cellist. Oh, I thought this was a vegetable. No, <laughs> it is actually. Also, um, he's a cellist, kind of a new age cellist. Oh wow! And boy. Can he really belt it or whatever <laughs> he would string do? It. String, pluck it, stroke it, stroke it, yeah, mm. rub it, rub it. <laughs> not rub. It's definitely it. not rub. What is it? Um, a vibe? bow. He can bow it. Bow it. Mm. I can, that's the name of the instrument. No, it's well, not. not the name of the, name <laughs> of the, it's a cello. It's a bow. The bow that's is not the, an instrument. Is, no. Oh, the instrument. You're using instrument as <laughs> yeah. device. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A wordsmith. Right. Anyway. What's can you cello? Yeah. Cello. He's really good. It's good. I don't know. It, it, I, when I bring up music ones, which I don't know if I've done before, you're good. You can describe the album and all that. I'm like, yeah, I like the music. It's cello. Is there any? <laughs> is there? Are there any vocals? No. You just listen. Oh yeah, to sometimes straight cello. Sometimes. And I think he it's can him. really. Is it? Is it, it? Is it Fuck classical it. or is it like? Is no, there it's a percussion. Like, it's like like kishibashi or something. No, it's not like kishibashi. Uh-huh. A little racist who said that. I don't know the guy that you're talking about. It's Asian just because his name is... Takenobu. <laughs> oh, well, then you have some you are experience so, to so open-minded, Travis. Yeah, so open-minded. So check it out. Takenobu, new album, dropped. I don't remember the last time that I walked into our kitchen and didn't see you roasting vegetables. So. Yeah, fair enough. I really like you to have some new age cello on while you do it. Though. Yeah, Absolutely. sometimes I do in my headphones. I'll start playing it over the speakers. You guys jam. <laughs> All right, well, as always, actually, you know what? Let's dial this back a bit because we might have one or two new listeners this week. So um, the premise of our show is quite simple. Um, What we'll do is talk about a movie that's in theaters right now, and at the end of the podcast, we'll bet on the Rotten Tomatoes score for that movie, and whomever is furthest away from the actual score will be forced to see the movie alone, which... um, can be a really good thing or a really bad thing. Um, but first, we're going to start with a recap of what we did last week. So the last podcast we did was for the movie The Night Before, which I lost um, because I cut my answer in half because I was a little <laughs> drunk. <laughs> a little bit drunk. You're never a little. No. <laughs> yeah. I believe uh, three of us have seen this movie now, right? Have you haven't seen it? I have not seen it. I don't go to the theater. You don't see movies. No, not until they come on my TV. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys try to finish at the same time? (laughs) What did you guys think? I thought it was a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's we're running out of things to say about uh, these the Seth Rogen brand movies, I think. Yeah. They're frustrating at times because we make our own comedy, I think, and we've seen a lot of what they do. And it's familiar, but it's still very funny a lot. So I yeah. don't, I have money well spent. I'd love to see it a second time. Yeah, I thought I thought it was as good as Rogan's been in a movie in a while. Yeah, he's pretty. Like, he yeah. was he was really funny. And what's weird is, 
if you told me ahead of time that there's a whole he's on drugs the entire day. he's on like yeah. mushrooms and I forget what else cocaine, yeah, cocaine Molly. And Molly um he's on drugs the entire time I would have like that's that's not fun to me anymore to see just somebody tripping and like how are they gonna do it like there's no funny way I haven't seen that be funny in a long time it is really did they do it in the interview because yes yeah. sir they did, yeah. They did ecstasy with uh, Kim Jong Il. Yeah. Fucking. So it's night before interview. Before that was neighbors. They definitely took mushrooms one night where Seth Rogen took yeah. it. Yeah. There was There's... no drugs in Pineapple Express. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the end. There's the let's do all the drugs. Yeah. They always have to. It's not even that there are drugs around. Wow, it's a lot. It's so lazy that they require a sequence. Right. That it has to be. This will fill up three and a half minutes. That's the thing. Is like like towards the end of this movie. He's having like an honest conversation with his wife after the whole thing, and um, it turns out like you see her from his perspective, and she's like a monster kind of. Right. Um, and it's just like I don't, I don't get. They have. There's no new way to do that. No. Yeah, it's been done to death. Yeah. But having said that, it, it, despite the fact that he was on drugs the whole time, it was really, really funny. Yeah. Like he was, he was really good. The other, just absolutely abject failure i mean the 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 baby books the fact that a seth rogan character again was was worried about not reading the baby books (laughs) i think like i I, yeah we were talking about this before and trav brought up a good point that like even if the even if the writers didn't think about it seth rogan knows he's done right right right. (laughs) and one of the writers was his partner so he definitely knows yeah yeah that Um, that's pretty egregious there yeah in the the but Michael Shannon was fantastic. He was awesome. Michael Shannon was so funny. Yeah. What did you think? Because you didn't really say anything after you saw it. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I didn't say much because it was just what I expected, really. So, yeah. Yeah. I did like Shannon a lot. I thought yeah. Mackie was great. Yeah. Um, He's cool. Yeah. I liked his jacket. I, I tried to find it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> sure you did. Yeah. They uh, They were spoiled by a supporting cast. Like, beyond Michael Shannon... It had, um, what's her name from Broad City? Oh, yeah. She was really, she, she was, was funny. She was great. She was solid. Mindy Kaling's in it. Right. Which one from Broad City? The short one. Abby. Mm-hmm. No. No, Abby's the, the straight man. Abby's right. straight woman. Ilana. Yeah. It had Alana. It had Mindy Kaling. It had Nathan Fielder. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. Um, James Franco stops by. James Franco stops by. Of course. Yeah. I don't know if there are any more, but still. Miley like, Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. Rogan's wife is great. Baron oh yeah, and then uh, Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Um, so, guess how much money it has made? How many? How long has it been out? Uh, three weeks. Came out the twentieth. I think. I know the answer. Thirty-seven million. I was gonna say forty-seven million. You almost smacked it. It's thirty-five million. Guess how much Neighbors made? Because I was trying to think of a movie that's yeah, that's and that's worldwide, um, and it did make money. The budget was only twenty-five million, um, but I was trying to think of a movie that's a comp, um, yeah. a comedy that comes out that is kind of a big deal but not really. Um, <laughs> how long? So Neighbors. What did it make in its whole run? You mean? At the box office, worldwide. Worldwide, 160. 72. It made 270 million. Wow. 270 million compared to 35. I think they're probably pretty, I, I would say they're about as good as each other. 
Yeah, I'd say they're pretty close. Two hundred seventy million marketing. Isn't that Zac crazy? Efron. It's Zach Efron. Efron. I think that's got to be Citizens. the difference. Scheduling right? too. Like May. Summer. That came out of May. Yeah. Frat movie, party movie. Efron. Efron bump. Yeah. I don't think. A yeah, lot... but Joseph Gordon. Yeah, you're right. It is definitely an Efron bump, but um, which sounds great, by the way. Oh, his bumps. He's got Ooh, so many. La, la. <laughs> It's just that is a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe it's the timing of this time of year. Even though you wouldn't wait to see this on DVD because it's Christmas themed, right? I still don't think people like I, the culture was never talking about it. No, um, and I, I, I still think it's weird having seen it now um, that they released it when they did. I, I don't understand what everybody's afraid of Star Wars. Apparently, like no one. I think that's probably what it was. Yeah, nope. it just it just felt ill timed. Like it, it seemed like they must be upset about when it was released. Yeah. yeah, they are good at making these movies. Well, they're funny, and also they're fun. Like I always, yeah. like, especially with Neighbors and this one. Like I wanted to like you want to go out, after. go out, or like <laughs> yeah, I was just like in a positive mood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I think you know, there's something to be said for that. Yeah. Do you going you... to see a movie and then after feeling better? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen after this one. No. <laughs> The uh, do you think that it will like become part of the Christmas canon at all? Because like right now, that is you know that's what people are doing is just going through Netflix, burning through whatever Elf they and, can get. Yeah. And Elf, I do think of as a oh yeah, it's Christmas kind of. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know if this one because they did push like it had the the basically weed of Christmas present and weed of Christmas yes, past. Yeah, right. the three ghosts. <laughs> that's um, gonna be tough. Sure. I think for kids... And then the Grinch, she kept calling her the Grinch. So they were like trying... And the music, I did hate the music. Yeah, the music was really annoying. It was like... like, It was like a Arrested Development kind of, like the quirky... 30 Rock. Yeah. I think for kids like maybe in college or high school right now... Yeah. I mean, that's where the kind of drug and all that kind of really hits them. Like, it's so hilarious. (laughs) Right. And so this might be one that fits for them. Isn't it bizarre, though, that... Like when I I remember when Elf came out and it was a big deal. It was it was really funny and it was Will Ferrell in his prime. Um, but now that has become like a tradition for fam. Like I can think of four people off the top of my head that watch that movie every Christmas. Yeah. Like as a family. Yeah. And like it's weird that people have traditions uh, about things that happened since we became. Yeah. As long as we get Christmas Vacation out of the rotation. I'll be happy. That's terrible. You know what's in there for good is Family Stone. Ooh. Up high, Nate. <laughs> Family Stone's Ooh. great. Family it's Stone's on everyone's rotation. So good. I mean, it's not good, but man, yeah, when, it, when I hear man. when I hear we're watching Christmas movies, yeah. I'm all about suggesting that. Yeah. Besides, we're, besides the funny thing to hear. Besides, yeah. the, hey, come out over. We're watching <laughs> Christmas movies. The Family Stone. Well, I mean, it happens like in when you're in a relationship, yeah. like that happens. All the time, where you have to pretend that you're into Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and like, it's like, let's watch a Christmas movie, and the options are pretty limited, as far as like, I can't watch a Christmas story anymore, or like Santa Jeez, Claus so the movie. Or... Love actually still out there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, watch the other day. Number one with the bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like Elf, that's why Elf's great because it's like, well, I'll definitely watch Elf, and right. that's why the night before might play because yeah, it gives yeah. us a thing like that sure. counts, right? All right, our fan mail this week comes from Ben in Worcester, Massachusetts. Ben says, Hey, Cook Street. Sometimes when I'm going to bed at night, I like to put on your podcast as I fall asleep. 
I don't care for your comedy, but I enjoy the dulcet tones of your conversation. That seems unnecessary. Um, that got me thinking, maybe you should try rapping. I've attached a toasty beat, and I'd like you guys to split into groups of two and create a rap based on the chorus. Hmm. Each team should pick a movie and then rap from the perspective of the two lead characters. Thanks in advance, Ben. Wow. Toasty beat? Yeah, it's a toasty beat. Not tasty? I mean, toast is tasty. He wrote toasty. Maybe <laughs> Is it? I mean, it's no, toasty. it's very boring. I mean, toast is tasty. Toast, toast is tasty, bro. Just a little... All right, so I guess... Um, so, should, so should we announce what movie we're doing as we wrap, or...? No, so here, here's what we did. We, we randomly drew teams. Um, it's Justin and I, and then Nate and Evan. Um, we picked a movie based on the track that Ben sent us, and neither team knows what the other team did. So let's just um, you know let let the story unfold through spoken word. Drop the beat. Yeah. Yo, first things first. I like to throw mad respect at Universal for the opportunity. What we're gonna do right now is lay it out for you real quick. So ears up. Yo, it's Dan Foreman, aka Dennis Quaid, aka Dennis the Menace. You know that ace of phrase, cause when I come at you fierce with my magazine, you'd be like, ooh, Dan, can I buy ad space, please? I'm like, chill, bitch, there ain't no reason to fret. You know my salesman style, smooth as that pussy is wet, cause I'm old school business with a touch of class. We grab lunch and a drink so I can schmooze that ass. I got that sick boy tenure and a dick of gold. So trust me, Phil Dunphy, that ad's good as sold. Cause I'm ABC, always be coming. So I'm my old ass wife, got that pregnant ass tummy. Lucky for me, I got the G's and cheese I need to buy nappies and pay for university. And you best be trusting I rock a 401k. Wait a minute, who the fuck is Carter Durier? Carter Durier's the pretentious name. Get divorced at 26 is my only game. Don't give no shit, don't give no care. Got my heart broken by Selma Blair. Which project is my Globecom ticket? To tell that ex-wife where to stick it. Climbing up the corporate ladder faster than Dan can empty his bladder. I'm taking lonely runs on my treadmill. Unnecessary meetings for time to kill. Looking for friends? I resort to Dan. Lucky for me, he was a great wingman. His daughter was banging and her body was the star. She was the only one thing that could heal my scar. Joe, your dorm room's pretty dope. If your dad asks to be boning, nope. We took a break from banging to grab a snack. I'm gonna need more energy to tear that crack. Hold the fuck up, is this a lunchtime tryst? Here, motherfucker, taste some Dan Foreman fist. Ow, 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 ouch! Please, old man, don't be such a grouch. 
First you take my job at some shitty sports mag. Now you fuck my daughter to prove you're not a gay guy? Hey man, I love her. I'm not in it for the tail. Plus, I really, really, really need you for this sale. Oh god, fine. You know, sometimes you're such a hemorrhoid. I'm really surprised my daughter would want to fuck a femboy. Never mind, she dumped me. I got fired. I'm done. Sometimes I wish you'd just adopt me as your son. Well, man, that's weird, but I got my job back. And hey, look at it this way. At least we're both not black. We out. Scar Joe, not Scar Ho. Treat it right, son. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Was that the movie in Good Company? <laughs> Good company. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I, I wasn't sure. I mean... Was it as in good company for you guys as it was for us? How did you manage to rhyme ouch with grouch? Yeah. That was impressive. I that mean, one, that was, that that was the rhyming been, dictionary and hard work. may have helped us out with that one. <laughs> no questions about the hemorrhoid and the femboy? Yeah, or? I mean, guys, raps are supposed to rhyme. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think we made it pretty clear that Except that you're avoiding uh, un-PC terms. Like, <laughs> a, a gay, gay guy. guy. A gay guy. <laughs> I mean, Evan, the intonation is just oh. off the Oh, yeah. Place. I mean, I know where the beat is, and I'm yeah. like, I like avoid it, which is nice. I think it really brings a new, fresh perspective to ride from the beat. Just like, I don't want you beat. You can't tell me what to do. I could not be happier you chose In Good Company. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. A plus. Uh, Middle Eastern folklore, baby. Mm. I see you, Agrabah. You know, some of y'all saying I'm a scoundrel and a no-good thief? Please delete that. I ain't no street rat. Gotta eat to live, steal to eat like you sheep cats. A rocket socket pickpocket, where'd your bread go? Call me yeast, cause I lifted it and fled, bro. Monkey on my shoulder, dimes on my mind. I got the shorty in the palace looking fine and unsigned. Yeah, I took the lamp and escaped with my accomplices. Magic carpet saved me and genie made modest promises. Never had a G, quite like he. He's got schizophrenia, but prison-triggered mania. Three good wishes, a couple stupid rules. No fishing for more wishes and no Cupid and fools. It's a whole new world, nice to meet you. I'm a prince now. Not convinced elephants will stick their prince down. Godspeed to Gottfried, he jacked my hat. Learn some lessons, start confessing I'm a street rat. It takes a dark night and a very dark man With a dark purpose, not a fucking Afghan Rug and a monkey, I think you'll concur No one gives it to a princess like the royal vizier So I know you like this tiny prince of boo-boo Singing on his little flying carpet to his hairdo Told you it's a whole new world, that means he gets you Maybe turn those almond eyes to his gross revenue I'm saying, Princess Jasmine, the player is poor The only thing he's got are delusions of grandeur For you on your birthday, hope your wish takes shape As long as you wish for some statutory rape On the rise like Icarus, the throne's on the precipice Serpent or not, I know my rhymes are venomous Power hungry, you can see it on my face Rub my lamp with your itty bitty living space
These are Arabian Nights. Turn on your labia lights. Aladdin does the stabbing, not Jafar. Oh, hey, I was just talking about it. Prince Ali, mighty as he, all your fuck face. Getting close and tell me how a genie's nuts taste. They taste like nuts, dude. Omnipotent as fuck, dude. I braved the cave. What exactly did your crew You're do? just a homeless little liar chasing cock tees. Listen, please, full of feces like you got Crohn's disease. I got stones to seize and then cones to squeeze. Jasmine's got erogenous zones to please. All I wanted was some royalty to grope and suck. But she probably won't like me cause I'm sinister as fuck. I wish this hadn't happened. I wish I called your bluff. What do you do when cosmic powers aren't enough? Well, now I'm out of wishes, so I'm rhyming off the cuff. And never trust a rat to be your diamond in the rough. Uh-huh. Oh my god. I feel like we're receiving an award. Did you um did this person send the uh, the question in seven weeks ago and you guys have been working on it since then? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just haven't slept. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a real rap. You know what's super hard though is rapping. Yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not with your rhymes, but, but yeah. no, it's yeah. hard. Clearly it came easy to you. <laughs> yes. You put um like we Jay and I worked on this for like five hours last night and then this morning he put on Black Alicious. Oh, I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> that guy's so cool." Yeah, it's amazing. I, it, it's not clear who won in your version. No, no you were like no. Jafar's like, well, "I can't trust him to be a diamond in the rough." But did he lose? Well, it's basically he, the the ending of the arc of the rap yeah, yeah, yeah. even is that at the end Jafar acknowledges that Jasmine won't come with him. That right. Jasmine's not gonna. He's admitting some kind of defeat. Yeah, and I think Aladdin recognizes that they might be two sides of the same coin, a little bit like a Batman Joker situation. It is. It mm-hmm. is. Because it, it goes on. There were two sequels. Yeah. Oh, Return of Jafar. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We also um, we also had a version of, or we talked about a version of this that ended in a threesome. <laughs> Probably best. No, but we didn't want to make that. it sexual. All right, thank you, Benjamin, for that question. Um, if you have any fan mail questions that you'd like the Cook Street Boys to answer on air, please write us at cookstreetproductions at gmail.com or contact us on Facebook. Yeah. All right, who wants to talk some cytology? Some what? Cytology. Some what? Some, <laughs> uh, the, the science of whales. Oh, Why is it yeah. called that? All right. It's... Uh, <laughs> People who mispronounce, I don't know, like it's Latin. No, it's not. Probably not. Wait, come on, not, Evan. Yeah. Okay, no. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was the study of the Saw trilogy or yeah. six, six trilogy. It's a yeah. lot. <laughs> Is there six of them? I think Maybe. there's seven. Five was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you, you get back into things. You did Fast Five, brought you back. Ooh. Saw Five, just. Well, Fast Five back. brought the franchise back. It did. Yeah. You're always talking about roasted vegetables and Saw 5. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real tight window. <laughs> no, I will never see a Saw movie. I'll be too scared. Yeah. Well, especially <laughs> that kind of scared. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just disgusting. Yeah. I don't get it. Perverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week we're going to talk about In the Heart of the Sea. Bad title. Awful title. Why? Which is based on Nathaniel Philbrook's 2000 nonfiction, year 2000 book, 
um, called In the Heart of the Sea. Ooh. So that's why. Okay. But they could have changed that it. That should have changed It's it. a book name, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It is. Could have done, like, Heart of the Sea, right? Yep. Yeah. That's better. In the, yeah. Even those two words, there's no specificity to them. Just do The Sea. Is there a movie called Ooh. The Sea? That would be cool. That's a or big, open, scary movie. Yeah, Sea. Sea. Yeah. Yeah, and that, it. it's like <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> Did saw you see it? It's a real Abbott Costello. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, so it's based on this book, um, which is a non-fiction book, um, you which is accidentally said non-fiction, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> it's not a it's not a movie about nuclear bombs, Nate. Oh, that's non-fiction book. Oh, damn. You guys stop. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, so this book is based on the whaling ship Essex, which is what Moby Dick was based on. So there's a whole bunch of degrees of separation, but all of this stuff is based on this one ship, the Essex. Oh, it's based on the ship, not the whale. It's the story of the ship, yeah. What? <laughs> Lame, so, right? Well, well, so what is your, so, yeah, let's I thought it. this was based on the whale that inspired yeah, Moby they're Dick. They're definitely it, so it selling is. it okay. as the Moby Dick inspiration. It is, right. but the, the story of Moby Dick was based on this ship, and there mm -hmm. was no real Moby There's Dick. There's not like one white whale. There was, there, there, was a, there was a whale, there was a sperm whale that destroyed mm -hmm. that ship. Um, and then, and we'll get into the story of what happens on this ship. So wait, I'm a little confused. <laughs> um, so Moby's dick is a sperm whale? Moby's dick is... <laughs> Um, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't he... think Moby has a dick, does he? <laughs> what if he did just have, have you a know? sperm-filled <laughs> whale? What if he just He's had a my... nine-incher? If, Mob if Moby does have a nine-incher, he can certainly like suck it up into his body. So yeah. it <laughs> he doesn't want to put anyone off. And it probably eats brine. <laughs> his dick <laughs> eats brine? <laughs> Krill. He just dips it in a bucket. <laughs> fight <as> a plankton. <laughs> That's what he calls his groupies. That's really weird, though. This is so. So this is like a the story of the Jurassic Park Jeep. <laughs> right. It's a little different. <laughs> it's like Amistad. Yeah. So the the thing is the the actual ship, the Essex, which sunk in eighteen twenty. Um, it is a crazy story. But that's not what Moby Dick is about. When this book came out in the year 2000, it did really well because it was like a really interesting. So actually, it's it's a really strange um, progression of events. So like the the ship sunk in 1820. Um, a cabin boy wrote like his narrative. Oh no, it was the first mate um, wrote like his his experience on the ship. That, is it America? Yeah, it was Nantucket. Yeah. Um, that did really well, and like that's like you know, 1850, and then another the cabin boy on that ship who was like 13 or 14 years old when he was an old man he wrote his experience on the ship, which became Cabin Boy with Chris Elliott, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, it was Chris Elliott, whose pen name was Herman Melville. Continue, Travis. <laughs> so that guy's manuscript sat untouched for until 1980. They just found it and then published it as it was, and it was like a like a more detailed uh, experience. Hmm. 
so the actual story is really interesting. The, the, the ship was attacked by an enraged bull sperm whale. Um, he, go ahead, giggle. You enraged? Sperm? Yeah. Who's assigning or def- defending them <laughs> itself, maybe, you know? Sure, yeah. It's, I just, that's one of those human it was a, modifiers. <laughs> it was a whale Out of control. Yeah. <laughs> You're in his nature. What are you? It yeah. does seem like a... Like I'm a, on his territory. Like yeah. a 1930s uh, housewife who was attacked by yeah. her husband or something. A whale who had a real case of the Monday. <laughs> <laughs> that time of the month for the whale. C wasn't the only thing that was angry that day. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he just rammed the ship. The ship sunk. The the crew was shipwrecked um, at sea for more than three months <laughs> with barely any food. Um, they resorted to cannibalism. Um, sure. And like, a th- I think it's a third of the 25 people who survived the initial attack ended up surviving. This I mean, sucks. There's... One of us is going to have to see this. Yeah, I'm... This is... Hold up This now. is the biggest... <laughs> If this was just about Moby Dick, would you be excited about that? Yes. Yeah. And I want to hear some scores for Master and Commander and Perfect Storm at some point. Yeah, you do. It's mm. it's supposed to be beautifully shot. Okay. Um, and <laughs> Talk my language. Give yeah. me the gummies. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it struck me that, I mean, I, so I like, I like whales a lot. So I was excited about this movie. But I realized that this movie being cool visually hasn't really happened. Like... We have Interstellar. We have all these space movies. Life of Pi. Yeah, that's kind of the only one I thought of. What about the Robert Redford one? But that wasn't like, that was like lost at sea. It wasn't like a big yeah. epic. True. Um, and that's kind of the thing with this movie apparently is it's it's a really old-fashioned Hollywood kind of movie. Um, like big, expansive. Like, I think the budget was pretty high. Um, is the Poseidon Adventure a big octopus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that's is that 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yeah. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea is a giant squid. It's not well, a big octopus. We don't need to you know, split hairs on that one. <laughs> split legs on that one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an orthopod or whatever the fuck they're called. In, invertebrate? Yeah. You have to split legs each one twice. <laughs> but, like, but that's... They, they, made, they remade those, haven't they? Like Poseidon came out recently, came right? Out, yeah, that was like a cruise ship. But Poseidon's different. Poseidon Adventure is yeah, it? Like I don't know. Well, ship. Poseidon was the god of the sea. The yeah. Poseidon Adventure Poseidon, was yeah. about it, like an ocean liner. Yeah, yeah, yeah big, but they named it Poseidon. Yeah. It, that wasn't about the was god. Re- that, that was, was a rebranding. Was a re- <laughs> yeah, exactly. What movie was that? That was called Just Poseidon. Just Poseidon. I, I think, think it was so. in the last few years. I guess I'm just saying the grand sea epics have happened yeah. and failed. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's well. That's what I mean. But like in the last, I I don't mean like a big at sea movie. I mean like a a movie that's supposed to be shot really cool. Like it's definitely. I'm sure Poseidon, if that did come out in the last few years, probably just sucked. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. It wasn't. It was no White Squall for sure. Yeah. But like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. I'm just putting it down now. Let's I'm let, surprised him. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah, lay recently. down a bet. Within five years, that is coming out. Certainly. <laughs> War of the Worlds came out. Yeah. It's really surprising. If it's a story you know and it hasn't been made in the last five years, it's coming it's out. Coming. In the I, next you five. Know, I don't know it's if that's, I don't yeah. know if that's that true with those really old books, though. Yeah. Like, Moby Dick, I mean, that was made in, what, like the right. 60s or something like yeah. that. But 
it does seem like the I guess they did what Robinson Crusoe with Jack Black or something like that, wasn't? Probably. No, that, that was, was Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, right. Pierce Brosnan did Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. But, but just so much of it is name recognition. Like they right. could call it Poseidon Adventure or Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea and could have nothing to do with right. the sea. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if they called this movie Moby Dick, wouldn't it do twice as? Yeah. yeah. Or if they just made Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yes. Would that be easy? Or hard. Tell us. You've read it. It's, yeah, that's fair. It, it'd, be, it'd be really hard. It's a lot about sautology, I bet. <laughs> it Quiz is. later. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's, I mean, it's, it's a really dense book. It reads like Shakespeare and a ton happens. But you could, you could definitely modernize it. Yeah. A guy who's, who's obsessed with a whale that ate his leg. Just make the life aquatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... Is there anyone attached to it that I would... I mean, I know Thor. <laughs> yeah, that's all you it's need, baby. Bulky. <laughs> well, a... that's, you know, he's not that bulky. He lost 40 pounds. Interesting. Is he playing the captain boy? No, he's... He's, he's the captain. I think he's the first mate. He's got to oh, be the first mate. first mate. He needs an arc. He's, uh, he's hosting SNL again this week. Is really? I find that weird, especially right after Gosling. But uh, yeah, the just, heart of the seas coming out. Yeah, I'm just surprised because he was. I'm surprised he was asked back so soon. Has Liam done no. anything else besides Hunger Games? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, but it's that's the biggest. biggest yeah, and this dude's only done Thor. Uh, he was in Rush. He was in Rush, yeah, which was also Ron Rush Howard. So that's the thing. This is Ron Howard. Ron, this is a Ron Howard movie. Right, but what has Ron Howard been up to? He calls them joints. Yeah, <laughs> a Ron Howard joint. <laughs> That's really just a granola bar. <laughs> 40 acres and a ginger. <laughs> Man, that's a deep cut for anyone that knows Spike Lee's production, yeah, production company. company. But I hope we got one fan out there. <laughs> Perfect Storm. Did you ever see it a second time if you saw it a first? Yeah. I never I saw never it a first time. I never saw it all the way through. What, being from Boston or wherever you're from? <laughs> wherever you're from? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. I just never yeah. saw that word. I saw it. Clooney. Yeah. Wahlberg. <laughs> you're coming off as super gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I realize that. Well, we um, haven't talked about a single female yet today, I'm pretty sure. Well, there's <laughs> none in this movie. Yeah, right? no females yeah. in this movie, right? Uh, Are no. there any flashbacks? <laughs> I don't think there's a single one. See, what? just like, whatever, however long it is, it's too long. Um, <laughs> we just, know it's not a ninety minute. It's gonna be yeah. no, certainly not. Uh, just gonna be like a, a ship getting hit by a, a, a stubborn whale, and then it just goes down. It's it's amazing to me that they, you don't think that sounds amazing. Think about what they gonna, make movies, and they're gonna yeah. They're gonna, it's kind of maybe a big I'm just deal. not. Do you know how now. big whales are? And boats, they just float in the ocean for a long time. This is <laughs> so the the this whale that sunk this ship is. Uh, I guess they they estimated it to be about 85, 90 feet long, which is like most sperm whales are about like male whales cap out at about 60 or 65. This is supposed to be one of the biggest of all time. That's crazy. I mean, if he marries the whale at first sight, <laughs> then he's in. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, though. Show me the 10 minutes where the whale matters. 
Yeah. What are you doing with the other hour 40 besides boring? Well, you don't know. I mean, don't go in these waters, Captain. There's a whale. Yeah. But we have to get to the trade room. the iceberg for four seconds and had a three hour movie. Yeah, but it's a lovely story. Yeah, there's a love story. Don't you think there might be a story? There's not going to be a love no. story. There might be a. You don't think there's going to be a story on the boat? They're not going to make something with not, the characters. Not that's on hack. And not that's, <laughs> not that's going to. Also, the whale. Paint me like your French girls. <laughs> <laughs> The whale thing oh, in this yeah. could go on for 45 minutes. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah maybe it's more than that. That's a bit long. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to like this. The, the, the running time is 121 minutes. Okay. Uh, the yeah, budget was... Okay. Uh, could have been worse. Okay, could have been worse. The budget was $100 million. That strikes me as a real risk. I... I'm going to be the high man. I know that much already. I'm looking at YouTube. Well, what's, you know, what's Ron Howard's... Yeah, yeah. reason deal because he's kind of a reason I don't trust it. If this was Christopher Nolan, I'd be oh, I'd be shit. dick first. Yes, <laughs> in line. I, I feel like Ron Howard is past his prime. Slipping. He probably he recently did maybe his highest rated movie though. Well, let's hear it. Rush. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I hear, We're I just hear gonna you. drive. It's fine. We're no, probably gonna end good. up being all a bit lukewarm on. Mr. Howard. Yeah, he's yeah. cheesy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, Does he, he wrote it? No, I don't think he can. No, nah, I just directed it. <laughs> he can't write. <laughs> I don't. I didn't like him in Arrested Development, the added season. Yeah, me neither. It was so he was such a big part of it. All right, so I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm just doing the movies he directed. Um, yeah. Starting in 1982, he did a movie called Night Shift. Oh yeah, ninety-five percent. Wow, Keaton. Winkler and Keaton. Right? Oh, that's Keaton. that's Keaton. No, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. A good one. they run a prostitution business out, out of a, a mortuary. Yes. Great Dope. premise. Well, yeah, that's, that is a good. Premise. <laughs> it's pretty good, and it's Keaton. Yeah. Um, peak, peak, peak Keaton. Pete, that's hard to say. Pete Keaton, you mean 82 to fucking 2016, dog? Yes, it's fair. He had a bit of a down from like 2000 to 2015. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't name one Pete movie between those years. Multiplicity. 2000 to 2015. Oh, no one did movies then. (laughs) That was the quiet age, the strike. (laughs) White white noise, I think it's him. That's true. Quiet age is what they called them. That that it went from the golden age to the silent age, but it wasn't silent movies. It was yeah. just silent. I like no it's one right. It's, it's in, right in between the information age is the quiet yeah. age where we just decided, okay, just yeah. After nine eleven, let's just play a new game. We can be quiet the it longest. It seems like Keaton could use a break. Let's just all take a second. <laughs> Fifteen years. Nineteen eighty four. He did Splash, mm-hmm. um, which was ninety two percent. Of course, he did Cocoon. In 1985, oh boy. 80%. That's weird he did Cocoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he did in 88. God, he really hit the 80s hard. Yeah. yeah. He did Willow. Oh, right. Which was 48%. But people wow. love that People do love Willow. Reason. Uh, Parenthood in 1989, mm. 92%. Solid. Backdraft in 1991, mm. 71%. Far and away. Starting to slip. Starting to slip. Far and away is a slip. You're saying backdraft was a slip, my man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, far and away, uh, 50%. Apollo 13, right. 1995. That was 95%. Ed TV, what? 1999. Ron Howard directed 63%. Yeah. That's why, that's why Clint Howard was in there. 
It's a bit low. It's half what it should be. <laughs> Maybe a hundred less. <laughs> yeah. And also way ahead of its time for reality TV. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Not that that really matters because it kind of sucks. But Elizabeth Hurley. Oh my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Peak Hurley. Um, <laughs> in 2000, he directed a movie uh, that would come out right around this season that made $260 million. What was it? Grinch. The Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah. I didn't know he did that. That's yeah. crazy. Well, yeah. he pretends to be him. I remember the ads. Yeah, he Jim would... Carrey wore like a hat yeah. and pretended to be Ron Howard. What did that get? Because that was a bomb. That was man. 53%. Yeah. That was bad. Uh, then we got to A Beautiful Mind in 2001. Yeah. Um, take a guess on that one. 93. 88. 97. 75. Which actually is about right for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cinderella Man was right. 2005. That was 80%. Um, I never saw that. No. Not, so then he did Da Vinci Code right. in 2006. That made $218 million. <laughs> but was that was like 60%. Yeah. That was 25%. 25. Really? Um, that should be That should be three times higher just because of... Uh, What's her name? Uh, Sophie something. Is, it, is that her? It's Amelie. Her name's Sophie in the... Her character's her name's Sophie, Sophie Nouveau. Yeah, yeah. Da Vinci Code got a 25 Yeah, wow. It should be higher than that. It's it should fun. be higher than I that. I guess, yeah. It yeah. should be 53. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, yeah. Book, I, book yeah. bias. Yeah. Yeah. The book's got. <laughs> I am noticing a pattern here, though. Like, because he does. He always comes out of the movie that, like, yeah. you get excited about. You're like, oh, Ron Howard, beautiful mind, yeah. And then you never see whatever it is a second time. No. Speaking of which, 2008 <laughs> was Frost Nixon. Oh, wow. 92%. And that's like a very interesting I like, movie. I do like that. Yeah, movie. no, it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's a really interesting movie that that came out at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was just good. an interview. Um, then Angels and Demons in two thousand nine. That was thirty seven. That's not better than the I first one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, two thousand thirteen was Rush, and that was eighty nine percent. And then Made in America was two thousand fourteen. That was fifty six. So like, he's busy. Yeah. Yeah. And old. Um, can I, only other Rotten Tomato things I want to know is Master and Commander and Perfect Storm. What are your guesses on this? Master and Commander, I would think, I think it should be in the fifties. It's probably in. It's high. it might be so higher. long. I bet it's seventy something. Seventy? No. Yeah. Eighty-five percent. Is McAvoy in there? Wow. Has McAvoy been on a ship be yet? Paul, was... are you thinking of Paul Bettany? Yeah, Paul yeah he's Bettany in Bettany and, oh, and Ron Howard fucking loves Paul Bettany. Yeah, it's like a better looking version of himself. He was in yeah. Beautiful Mind. He was in. Uh, he's he was the self-flagellator. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. What was the other? And one? He's a redhead. Uh, Perfect, Perfect Storm. Forty-seven. Oh, wow. Sixty-four percent for audience. That seems really low. To it me. does. It was better than that. Yeah, it's a lot of waves. Big wave. You got any whale facts for us? Um, the blue whale is the biggest creature that's ever existed on Earth, ever. And we know nothing about them. We know nothing about their migration patterns or their mating patterns. That's pretty crazy. It is crazy. Um, that's what they say. Yeah. I'm they saying. say it because they don't that's know. crazy. Yeah. Oh, you mean about the, uh, not the, not, I thought you were doubting that. We don't I thought, you, I thought you were saying that somebody, know, somebody does know their migration. <laughs> I, am, I am hold, saying that. Why would they hold back that information? Whaling industry? Uh-huh. Oh. It's a they very, 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 very crazy thing to believe that the biggest creature that's ever existed is the hardest to track. 
Yeah, but that's a specific species. I mean, like, okay. th that's not, blue whales aren't like the most valuable, like sperm whales are the most valuable for whalers because of the... Oil. And I'm not like a huge, the government knows things we don't, but like, this could be one of the things. I'm just... You think the government the is, is, is hiding information about male migration Not necessarily migration the patterns? government. That's just a catch-all for <laughs> organization we don't trust. Greenpeace. Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> Put the wool back under my eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do right now is the Cook Street gentlemen are going to lock in their scores. Um, let us know what they guessed. Uh, I'll reveal the score, and whoever is furthest away is going to go see a movie for two hours about. And we still don't really know. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you seem, you're not, you're not going to see it. I'm definitely going to see this. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I go like I I want to go see every IMAX about whales. Yeah, this is like a. Is this about whales or is it about a boat? I'm gonna leave being disappointed that it's not enough about yeah. whales. But when they do, you when I if see this was that about whale, a shark, you wouldn't see it. Right? I'm gonna get ten minutes worth of chills from this movie, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited for the whale graphics. Definitely. <laughs> they didn't use a real one. I don't think so. How could you? Where where would you find them? <laughs> They found Free Willy, right? You, I never saw it. You never saw Free Willy? No. Well, how would that get on Rotten Tomatoes? That's a great question. It's the only other whale movie there is. Um, that's 57. Oh, there you go. Wow, that's a lot <laughs> that movie fucking dumb. That movie yeah. is better than Perfect Storm, you said? Audience, 50% for audience. <laughs> Lower? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Right, what'd you do? Alright, um... You've talked me into a higher score. Good. I came into the good. Is that a good thing or a bad? I just, just uh, um, like, you know, for the whales. And not that I'm more interested in seeing it, but just I'm more interested in not seeing it, so I need to be safe with my guess. Sure. Um, so I went with eighty-two percent. Whoa, that is not safe, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say what's safe for this movie. You're There's right. no real. You're totally right. I don't know what to expect. That's... It does look. It, it looks well done. Uh. Super, super different is your guess. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, I think Ron Howard, despite these scores being high, well, I guess it doesn't matter. It's what we're guessing. <laughs> I don't think he's made like a, an iconic <coughs> movie for quite a while. I think when he gets his hands on something, there's a chance it can be pretty good, like Frost Nixon. But there's a chance it can also be very forgettable. Um, so in the heart of the C, C is the letter grade we'd established is low 40s. 40 I'm going to take off 10 because I don't think Hemsworth is a good actor. Jesus. So I think it's 34. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Someone's got a it's 34 to giant whalebone to pick with this one. 34 to 82. That's taking a stand. It sounds rotten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, I... You, um, you got I'm, a real sandwich opportunity. Yeah, right? I thought I was going to be the high person for sure. You didn't want to say hi men again? Hi. Um, <laughs> I went with uh, 72. I thought, you know, Ron Howard, you know, a little clout, a little clout, some beautiful waves. Sure. His some age. Rippling pecs. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be decent, and I would be okay seeing it, but I'm not going to because I'm sandwich. Yeah, you don't have to. 72, I say. All right, the critical consensus. The admirably old-fashioned In the Heart of the Sea 
boasts thoughtful storytelling to match its visual panache, even if it can't claim the depth or epic sweep to which it so clearly aspires. Uh, there's 100 views counted, 51 fresh, 49 rotten, 51%. Whoa. 51. What does that mean? You see it. That you means lose. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, I'll go after you and we can talk about it. Oof. I'll go with you. Okay. That's, <laughs> That's the worst. Bam. That's the worst. Shocking. Rot, rot city. 51. That, 51. The, you know what? The synopsis, the consensus didn't sound like it. No. It no. sounds very positive. Yeah. It's like, it's great, but it's not epic. Right. 50. 51. Um, let me ask you something. Do, do you guys hate going to the post office? Yeah. yeah I do. Yeah. Totally. I hate it so much. So much. It's no wonder that so many post employees... Uh, used to go on killing sprees before that became so trendy. Sure. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, good news. Um, because of our friends over at nearlyanenvelope.com, you don't have to anymore. Simply go to nearlyanenvelope.nard, enter the promo card stamps.com, and we'll send you six flat white sheets of 8.5 by 11 paper, along with a detailed set of instructions on how to fold the paper so that it nearly resembles an envelope. Mm. Once you get a solid adhesive from the hardware store and the requisite postage from the post office, you'll be sending out near post, off level, post office level mail in no time without mm. the hassle of having to interact with humanity. That's pretty good. com. Don't let the com fool you. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because they're, they're our sponsor, one of our sponsors. Sure. I think it's a great product. Yeah. Don't you have to, you said you have to go to the post office only once to get the stamp. But that's not on them. Then you're, right. Then you're good to go. You yeah. get them at the grocery store. That's true. And they're forever stamps. Yeah. And That's a lie. <laughs> well, until the fall of civilization. Anyway, thank you. Uh, thank you, nearlyanenvelope.com. So you can find more podcasts, our web series, sketches on Facebook and YouTube, or our website, cookstreetproductions.com. That's Cook ST Productions. Follow us on Twitter at cook underscore ST. Thanks. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalitvari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends.